Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. May I have your attention, please? You need passion. You need desire. You need want. We play with that passion. We play together. We play for each other. And we play to win. We are Notre Dame. Welcome back to Irish Illustrated International. My name is JP McGrath and joining us to cross the pond, as always, is Len Clark as we recap Notre Dame's 41-13 victory over the Wisconsin Badgers in Chicago at Soldier Field. Now, usually on this podcast, we like to take you through the game chronologically, taking you step by step. But we have to start with that Chris Tyree kickoff return and how our very own Len Clark predicted the return score live at the game. Len, first of all, how did you know? And more importantly, do you have this week's lottery numbers? Well, JP, I've had I had an intuition. I can say <laughs> that in my time as a Notre Dame fan, I've had it before. I called Al Hunter's return back in the Sugar Bowl back in the 1970s for a touchdown. I just had a feeling Notre Dame needed a spark. I saw some things on Wisconsin special teams that if if there was some daylight that Chris Tyree could exploit it, take it to the house, and that would be the game changer. And he did. And it was reflected by the crowd going mad at uh, Soldier Field in Chicago on a great afternoon. Notre Dame now 4-0 and heading into the week against Cincinnati. The Bearcats coming in for the first time since 1900. But they are higher ranked than the Fighting Irish, and so Notre Dame cannot let the gas, the foot off the gas pedal. Yeah, and I, and I bet Wisconsin are uh, regretting that jump around, you know. I mean, 13-10, it felt like they had all the momentum, and then Chris Tyree looking like Rocket Ishmael back there. Uh, before we get on to the offensive and defense, a special mention to the special teams and especially Dre Bramblett, another excellent game. He consistently pinned the Badgers back and setting up that defense, which in a game where Notre Dame couldn't get anything on the ground, the offensive line issues persist, that defense, another lights out performance lend. Those defensive woes that we saw in the Florida State game, a long and distant memory. They really won the game for the Irish in this one. Yeah, Bramblett is indeed a weapon. And the Wisconsin returner was really not uh, favoring Jay Bramlett because every punt he would have to go back 10 yards and 
Bramlett can flip, flip a field, and he really put the defense in the right position to shut down Wisconsin. And Wisconsin, you know, had some trouble against the Notre Dame defense, and so this was a defense that really won the ballgame for the Fighting Irish. Some questions going in. Kurt Heinisch did not start. He's still in the, uh, in the concussion protocol, according to Brian Kelly today. But, you know, you have to credit the, the players for stepping up and doing a great job really neutralizing that Wisconsin attack. And JP, in the first half, it was amazing. Notre Dame had a 10-minute differential in terms of time possession. Now that equaled out later in the game, but Notre Dame was really taking a page out of Wisconsin's playbook and dominating the game from that aspect. You can't score. Well, you can score, but it's tougher to do if your offense isn't on the field. Yeah, well, I mean, you just said it, Kurt Heinisch there. I mean, when that came out first, I was, was really worried. This game seemed so suited to him. A, a, a real heartbeat of that defense, you know, a, 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 a real a, a tone setter. But Jacob Lacey, Howard Cross stepping up. Riley Mills is in there. Jacob Lacey and Howard Cross getting a tackle for loss apiece. J.D. Bertrand, again, you know, leading the tackle, seven tackles. Jack Kaiser with just six, but interception. The Adam Miola brothers look excellent. The depth on that defensive line, you know, it's the highlight of this group, but they're, they're so good. You know, they get home with four. They generate enough pressure with four. And, and I'm going to give a, a special mention to Cam Hart. Of course, he got those two interceptions. But coming into the year, you know, my biggest concern with, with this defense was, was that, that secondary, especially that boundary corner spot, Carl Hamilton aside. Look, Cam Hart had a, had a bit of a rough game against Purdue. He got beaten by David Bell for a big play, the touchdown, but he stepped up this week. You know, the prey recognition on those on those two jumps for those two interceptions, and he deservedly got the game ball. He's long, he looks the part, and paired with Carl Hamilton, it's an excellent advantage for that defense. Logan. Well, you're exactly right. The cornerback position's really the suspect on the Notre Dame defense, but four interceptions by Notre Dame, and nothing instills confidence by knowing that you picked off a very good team four times, and that's going to translate in the next game as well. They're going to play more inspired and confident because they know that they come up with the interception. But you mentioned uh, two of those interceptions, Jack Kaiser with a big pick six, taking it back to the house, and then his teammate Drew White does it. And the first thing that went through my mind is earlier in the year, we asked Jack Kaiser if they had to name a sandwich after him. He was going to call it the Burley Burger because that's his middle name. And I said, no, you got to change it to the pick six. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if we spoke about this week finishing the game strong. You know, that Florida State game, um, that fourth quarter collapse, really. Three turnovers in the fourth quarter then. I mean, those woes earlier in the season seem a long and distant memory. It speaks to this Freeman philosophy. Of course, he wants to play the 3-3-5. We spoke about it in May. He likes the three-man fronts. He likes those multiple fronts. But he's not a stubborn man. Uh, he, he played a lot of 5-2, 5-3 in this game. He knew what the Wisconsin bread and butter of their offenses running the ball they suffocated that rushing attack. He forced Gray, Gray Mertz to throw the, uh, throw the ball, and it worked superbly. Well, I really like the, the movement on defense and showing a blitz constantly and always keeping Graham Mertz, the quarterback from Wisconsin, guessing. And he was not playing the best game. He had a very tough day. And, and uh, you know, you have that sometimes. If Notre Dame and Wisconsin play today, it's a much different story. But I just like the constant pressure. And you mentioned some of those players. Riley Mills was in there making a contribution. Jordan Botello came in there and looked very good. Uh, Alex Ehrensberger, the player from Germany, was in there as well. So, you know, this is more people getting experience, and we know that Notre Dame's defensive line is very deep. Defense is sound, and it's the offensive line that was the big concern in the ball game. and Notre Dame finishing with only three yards rushing. Now, a lot of that is attributed to the sacks on Jack Cohn. Jack Cohn went out of the ball game. He had an x-ray, everything is clean. Uh, Brian Kelly said after the game that he is going to be the starter against Cincinnati. We'll find that out this week. But Drew Pine coming in, 
not seen any action in a long time. He comes in, kind of provides a little bit of a spark as well. Looked very composed, even though that Wisconsin defense was on him. They smelled blood. Yeah, well, we could have a pine cone controversy. You know, I don't know if you like wordplay, but that's that's pine cone. You know, I'm, I think Jack Cohn had had some nice throws. He missed some. He got sacked a bunch. You know, it's it's really hard back there with, with those offensive line woes. But he had Lindsay for a touchdown. He underthrew him. He overthrew him on another ball. He missed some on the RPO. He did have that great pass to Kevin Austin. We spoke about this week. Those those boundary shots with a physical receiver like Kevin Austin can really. Uh, help this offense but then drew pine comes in and he was excellent you know it speaks to this culture that brian kelly's built this next man up mentality you're ready to go when you're called upon he had that pass to, to michael mayer at the seam i thought that was the highlight of the fantastic pass jack Cohn missed michael mayer on a through on a few throws i thought in the first half but len i mean you spoke about the offensive line that i don't know how long you can persist with this offense with cone under center and that's not getting at jack Cohn. um no, he's not as mobile as a Drew Pine or a Tyler Buckner. And we saw that. That's why he was sacked many times. But you saw shades of Ian Book and Drew Pine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's what they need. But, JP, the first thing that went through my mind in, in watching him is, like, you know, a lot of schools are coming up with a two-quarterback system. Notre Dame potentially could have three where you a can three. bring in Cone, Drew Pine. You've got Tyler Buckner with the run package. And I think you might see that. Because three quarterbacks to prepare for is unheard of. And it would be great to see that. Right now, Drew Pine is getting 40% of the reps in, in practice. But it would be very interesting because if Jack Cohn goes down or if this injury persists, you know, you're going to have to have two of those quarterbacks ready to go. Yeah, and I know Brian Kelly came out and said that, that, that Jack Cohn's a starter, but that was a nasty injury. You know, I, I don't know if he's going to be – this, this is the big game. This Saturday is the biggest game of the year. And if Jack Cohn isn't, isn't practice, well, well, we'll see. But if he hasn't getting the, the reps in practice, I don't know if you can just put him in there on Saturday without those reps in practice this week. This is a big week, Len. Yeah, I saw Cohn hobble off of the field at Soldier Field. They took him immediately into the tent. But then he was standing on the sideline. So you knew it was, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. And the x-rays came – it's a soft tissue injury, so it's a little bit higher than an ankle sprain. But those are the things that – progressively get worse and so it'll be very interesting to find out if they make a decision to go with cone they'll have to make that at least by wednesday and so it'll be very interesting but we do know that drew pine is very capable tyler buckner still with that hamstring but uh, as you said a big game against cincinnati this is a team that seven uh, ranked seventh in the country three and oh had an extra week to prepare for notre dame and this is a chance really to put their program on a national map and we know how good that defense is because that's how that's why Marcus Freeman ended up at Notre Dame. And uh, and I, I don't want to harp on about about the negatives on Saturday, but this offensive line is is is, is simply not good enough at the moment. Um, um, no. K Madden K Madden's come in. I don't think he's been good enough at that at that guard spot. I think you have to you have to change it around this week, Len. Twenty one sacks in four games, and you've got a Cincinnati defense coming in. Unacceptable. Yeah, and, and as, not good enough for this. I'll use the Cincinnati is looking at this tape and they know what they're going to exploit. So JP, I think in, in writing my preview this week is we know the players are focused. We know that they have the confidence. We know that they can go out and execute. Now the human element, we hope that there's not going to be any mistakes. I really think the key this week is going to be coaching. This game reminds me a lot of Tulsa back in 2010 and UConn back in 2009, where they came into Notre Dame stadium and defeated the fighting Irish. 
the coaching that day on those days was not as crisp as the October air in Northern Indiana. So I really think it comes down to coaching and coming up with a game plan and just really disrupting Cincinnati's preparation and having them kind of, you know, kind of make decisions on the go as a pair, as, as compared to their battle plan that they're going to go in with. Yeah. I mean, this Saturday, we're going to preview it on, on Thursday, but Len, we could be looking at an undefeated season here for the Irish. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I don't know. We still have to go down to Virginia tech and you've got USC, even though they're down this year, another but... road game at Stanford in Virginia and Navy and North Carolina. So it's, you know, we're getting to the, we're going to be in October JP. And it's great to be undefeated. And Notre Dame has been that way over the past couple of years. It just comes down to the intangibles, injuries, getting better. We know the offensive line is going to get better. Now, against Cincinnati, if they don't, then I'll start scratching my head and saying, hey, it could be a long October. But I really think it comes down to coaches preparing the team to mentally want to win, putting them in the position to win, but more importantly, you know, having that, that card in their hand and pulling it out at the right time just to disrupt the opposition. Yeah, and just, just look back to those FSU and, and Toledo games. It looked like a long shot that we'd be at this stage in the season. But this is a big game this Saturday. But Virginia Tech, it's going to be a tough place, always a tough environment to go into. But UNC have got two losses, I believe. USC are in, dis- in disarray, but you know they're going to get up for the Notre Dame game. It, 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 it's the biggest game on on. on Everybody gets up for Notre Dame. Everybody gets up for Notre Dame. So this is – Cincinnati's not Toledo. They're going to be Toledo 2.0. They're going to come in, and this is their one shot. They're on a national stage to say, hey, we play in you know, this particular conference, and it's not the Big Ten, it's not the ACC, but you know, we deserve a shot if we have an undefeated record to play for a national championship. Exactly. This makes it interesting. Now, you have to give Brian Kelly a lot of credit for scheduling Cincinnati. He talked about it in the press conference today that he wants to give back to a school that gave him an opportunity. Also, look for Central Michigan to be on the schedule in the next couple of years. But throw that out. We know that Notre Dame just needs to take it game by game. Brian Kelly last week eclipsing Newt Rockney as the all-time wins leader. Hey, it's great to win a game, but this is a new week. And it's a job unfinished yet. And right now, the job is to get better and to hopefully dominate. But right now, there is a lot of work on this Notre Dame club. But the record reflects it. They're 4-0. Yeah, well, in the infamous words of Bill Belichick, we're on to Cincinnati. Uh, But if you look at that college football landscape, Len, Clemson out of the top 25. This is a top 10 that we haven't seen, maybe since that crazy 2007 year. This could be... I don't want to get ahead of myself, but oh, if you, but, but you can, we want to, we want to get the I fans to get ahead excited of because good teams find an opportunity to win and say, Hey, if you take a look at Clemson, look, they dropped out, but look at the team that has been consistent over the past few years. It's been Notre Dame. They've been knocking on the door of a national championship and you said it, this is the year because everything has fallen into place. They just need to control their own destiny, control the controllables, no mistakes, not like last Saturday. Look how many penalties they had. Now, oh. Ryan Kelly said, a little bit different officiated type of a ball game. But you can't put the game in the hands of the referees. Yeah. Well, it's just some of these stats in this game. You know, winning with three quarterbacks, uh, four-string offensive linemen, and beating ranked opponents 41-13. 
I mean, this is some team, Len. They make it fun. I mean, this was the craziest stat for me. Notre Dame are the only team since 2000 to win a game by 28 points with fewer than 10 rushing yards. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I have never seen they could have they could have finished in negative yardage. And I looked over at Tim O'Malley of Irish Illustrated and I said, I've never I've never seen this before. Yeah. And we're scratching our heads. And fortunately, they were in positive yardage. But I'll have to take a look and go back and see the lowest outputted running game. But this is not what we expected this year. We thought with Kyron Williams and Chris Tyree and with a line that was supposed to be better with the dump truck coming in, that they were going to put up some impressive yards. Not like last year, but right now that has not been the case. But fortunately, it's been Jack Cohn, and give him credit. He's had like nine touchdown throws this year, and that's that's been winning the ball games. But good teams find a way to win, whether it's on special teams, running the ball or throwing the ball, or picking it off and taking it back to the house. And this, there's no end defense getting hot. At the perfect time, coming into Cincinnati, that is the momentum you need for this, for this massive game. We're going to be back here on, on, on Thursday. Uh, another another quick stat I've just seen it. They ranked dead last in the FBS for yards before contact was zero point six three, and they're four and zero, and, and then they beat and they're Cincinnati. number nine in the country. <laughs> they can shoot up to to the top five, and that's when you're knocking on the door of the playoffs. Of course, there's still some still some tough games to go, but this team is exciting, Len. I mean, they can give you a heart attack all game. I mean, that fourth quarter was amazing. You were there. I mean, it's going to be a great right. I became really. I've become good friends with J.D. Bertrand's parents. And J.D. with 42 tackles on the year, I think he's like uh, one of the tops in the, in the country right now. But I send the defensive stats. I'll text it to his dad. And the last one he said, Notre Dame was not winning at the time. He sends back thanks and a couple of emoji prayers saying we need some help. And I guess those prayers were answered in Chicago on Saturday afternoon. But, you know, he's another great story. But the linebackers really providing that spark for the, the defense. And I think they're really the difference players makers this year is that uh, they're, they're athletic. They can blitz. They can get back into pass coverage. And I think their presence on the field under the scheme of Marcus Freeman really kept Graham Mertz and that Wisconsin offense just guessing what was going on. But credit that defensive line, putting on the pressure and making him make bad decisions. And they're going to have a have a different test this week with Desmond Ritter coming in. He's, he's, he's a good quarterback, but a guy who can make plays with his legs. Will they use a spy? Will we see more Isaiah Pryor? We didn't see a lot of him on the weekend. Uh, Jack Kaiser played a lot of snaps at road position. I think Isaiah Pryor will really benefit against the, these quicker teams like like Cincinnati. And, and, and you just said it there, and this linebacker core, I mean, if you look at the, the recruiting rankings, the linebackers they're bringing in, two, three years' time, and Marcus Freeman's still there talent in this Notre Dame team. I believe they're third in the country at the moment for the 2022 class. It's only going to get better from here, Len. And we'll preview Cincinnati on Thursday, but JP, the next couple of days, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we'll we'll talk on Thursday. But, but the next two days, it's really going to tell us a lot. First of all, hopefully no other injuries coming out of that game. We'll find out the status of Jack Cohn, but they've only got a short window to really put in a game plan. But we know the defense will be pumped. We know the offensive line needs to get better. And we'll find out who the quarterback is, and we'll find that out on Thursday. Exactly. Well, he's Len Clark. I've been JP McGraw. Fantastic uh, recapping this game. We will see you guys on Thursday to preview that big game against Cincinnati. As always, go Irish. i
Apple Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.